Welcome to Tuscan Radio. Today we're just talking about news. That's all we're talking about today. Because yesterday was the Disney Investors Day. And there was so much. I, I got to be there. And uh, it's pretty easy, easy actually to get there. Uh, it was a webcast. So I'm just going over this stuff from Star Wars. The Marvel stuff was all amazing. I'm so excited for the MCU stuff we're getting soon. But I'm just talking about Star Wars. That's all we're talking about today. I got some comics and stuff to talk about. I'm pushing them back to next week. The only thing I am going to keep is um, The High Republic, The Rising Storm by Kavan Scott is coming July 6, 2021. Just wanted to bring that out because that is an official announcement for a book. And, uh... That's and that's not a sequel to Light of the Jedi, which comes out next month. This is more of like this is this isn't a sequel. It's set after I'm. I think we're supposed to assume, but it's. I'm, I'm sure there, there there will be be references, but it tells its own story. So that's all I'm saying for that. Um. But let's get into these new films and series. Let's start with the movies. The next Star Wars feature film will, will be Rogue Squadron, directed by, by Patty Jenkins. I'm on Star Wars. I'm coming. I'm just going to read the stuff. And the story will introduce a new generation of starfighter pilots as they earn their wings and risk their lives in a, in a boundary-pushing, high-speed thrill ride and move the saga into the future era of the galaxy. Jenkins says... It's, it's been a lifelong dream as a filmmaker to one day make a great fighter pilot film. As the daughter of a great fighter pilot myself, some of the best me memories of my life are seeing my, my father's squadron take off in their F-4s every morning and hearing and feeling the awe-inspiring power and grace. So, yeah, we're getting, a, so we're getting Rogue Squadron. In theaters, Christmas of 2023. The other movie, the untitled Taika Waititi film, a brand new Star Wars feature with acclaimed filmmaker and Academy Award winner Taika Waititi is in development. Taika's approach to Star Wars will be fresh, unexpected, and unique. His his enormous talent and sense of humor will ensure that audiences are in for an, are in for an unforgettable ride. That, that's what Kat, Kathleen Kennedy said during the call. So I, I guess the Waititi film is the Christmas 2025 release. We still do not have an official title or date for that. Uh, we just know it's a Taika Waititi movie. Uh, but that's it for the movies. I'm just going to go back and say my little piece on the Rogue Squadron film. Um, so it seems like this is set after Rise of Skywalker. That's when this is set. So that's very interesting. That's that's very in interesting. I was expecting when this was announced. At, at first, I was surprised that it's that it's it's not it's not Rogue Squadron, a Star Wars story. It's just Rogue Squadron. I'm not sure if they're trying to differentiate it from Rogue One, or if after the poor box office performance of Solo, they don't want to put a Star Wars story in any of their titles. But, um. We, we did get an official look. Got a little poster. They've not yet posted anything right now on their Instagram. 
Um, I, I'm just looking through Twitter now for the new <laughs> Star Wars stuff. Okay. Uh, do should probably be editing this out, but I'm just going to keep talking because that's what you do. Let's head down now to Star. Let's see if we can find Star Wars. Well, speaking of Twitter, we are on Twitter now. Uh, Tuscan Radio, follow us on Twitter at Tuscan Radio Pod. It's very exciting. Uh, we're going to have a new platform to be able to communicate with you guys. And I'm very excited for that. I'm very, very excited for that. Okay. Here we go. Star Wars. All right. Uh, looking for it. They're not talking about it at all. Okay, I guess they're not going to post the logo that we got. Whatever. Um, it 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 just looked like Rogue One, I guess. I don't know. I I'm not quite sure how I feel about some of these t titles. I mean, I I I like them. I like them, but uh. Rogue Squadron did not speak to me all that much. Uh, the Kenobi series has a title. It, it'll be titled Obi-Wan Kenobi, directed by Deborah Chow, who helmed epi the episodes from The Mandalorian Season 1. She directed Chapter 3, The Sin, and Chapter 7, The Reckoning. Those are two of the best, best episodes of the season. So, yeah. That's exciting that she's directing this series. Uh, it's set 10 years after the events of Revenge of the Sith, so we had, we had first heard that it's 8 years later, now it's 10 years later. That's fine. Uh, I guess that means it's, it, it's weird because it, it's 19 years between episodes 3 and 4, it's not 20 years. If it was 20 years, it'd be so much easier, but it's only 19. So I guess it's set, it's set a year after the events of Solo. So it's after Solo. Uh, before Rogue One, before Andor. And the exciting thing about this series, not only will Ewan McGregor be returning as Obi-Wan Kenobi, but Hayden Christensen will be playing Darth Vader. This will be the rematch of the century, is, is what Kathleen Kennedy said. So we're going to see a... We're going to... Oh, this is going to be so cool. This is going to be so, so cool. I'm so excited for this Kenobi series. Or it's, I can't say that anymore. Now it's called Obi Wan Kenobi. That is very exciting. That's very exciting. And it seems like this is only this is an event series. There's only six episodes, so that's great. Um, gonna get to more of the Mando stuff in a little bit. Oh, Mando was renewed for, for season three. Um, December of twenty twenty one. So we will be getting a live action show next year. It's not gonna be. It, it, it's not going to be a, um, we're not going to get too much of it next year. We're, it's mostly going to be animation next year. Um, and or, we have an official title for the casting and or series and uh, a logo. It's called Andor, and, um, oh my god, it looks so good. It looks so good. I, I love this, um, this aesthetic of the logo. I love it. It looks gritty. It looks gritty. And we got... Just gonna pull this up. We have a um, little sizzle reel. I'm gonna play for you guys now, and I'll put the link to it in the description too, so you guys can see it. 
thing I did, I did for the rebellion. Rogue One, in many ways, it's a film that connected new audiences with the, the oldest fans. It was a bittersweet feeling, you know, in the premiere, knowing that it was just one film. But then magic happens, right? As you can see, we're getting ready. We're building stages, we're rehearsing, we're training, we're trying costumes, we're doing everything to make sure we do the best show. I'm really excited having the chance to explore Cassian. It's really fun to go on a set that is emulating something you like so much. The enormity of this is like doing a big feature film. It's very cinematic. For me, that's where the excitement is. 12 episodes, 12 scripts, over 200 named cast members, over 6,000 crowd people, a lot of creatures that come in from the creature department. We treat this exactly like we would have, would have filmed. There is no difference in our approach. Every creature and droid that we've been building has the same care, level of attention, detail as the previous films. It's huge, it's thrilling, but also it's wonderfully challenging. There's tons of possibilities to explore. It is the building of a revolution. That is Andor streaming on Disney Plus in 2022. You may have heard in there 12, 12 episodes, 12 scripts. I did not think we were getting 12 episodes in the series. We don't know if this is a mini-series or if this is going to be uh, ongoing like The Mandalorian has been, but... It's definitely exciting. I'm very excited to see what happens this show. Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie, and Cassian is my favorite part of that movie. So naturally, I'm very, very excited to see how he brings the character to life again in Andor. So that's coming in 2022. Um, going to go back through here. There was some were some things, concept pieces in here that I really liked. So they've been shooting for just a couple of weeks. Um, that was very exciting. So we saw like a crashed v Venator, which is a, uh, what, what is that? That's a, uh, uh, um, like a Republic cruiser. That's what that is. So we got to see that crashed. Um, we saw, what, what else did we see? Um, I we saw it just in this prop department a guy who looked like he's we saw like one one of those Mimbanese dudes who we have just seen in um chapter twelve the siege from the Mandalorian season two episode four so I'm like oh wait is, are all the shows just gonna like subtly tie in with like one of the last ones just like it could be just like a reference or something I I, I would I'd really like that if that's what they do this Pixar what what Pixar does is it's like each movie, there's an Easter egg to the one before it and the one after it. So I think it, it's, it would be re really fun if all the live-action Star Wars TV shows did 
Like, just like a subtle re re reference to the season that came before and the season that came after. But again, I don't think that they necessarily know that. This isn't Pixar where you can just add things in and post. This is of this is live action. This is live action Star Wars. So they don't really have that kind of... Um, well, of, of course they have the budget. I just don't think they would do it. Um, Diego Luna reprising the role of Rebel Spy Cassie Nandor from Rogue One will, will, will be joined by a fantastic new cast that includes Stellan Skarsgård, Adria Ar Ar Arjona, Fiona Shaw, De De Denise Go Gu, Ka Kyle Soler, and Genevieve O'Reilly as Mon Mothma. Produ production kicked off th three weeks ago in London. It does not mention K2SO. You do not see Alan Tudyk's name here. Um, we did. We do know that he is going to be in the show. I almost wonder if that does mean there's going to be a second season. I almost wonder if, like, the, if if the twelve scripts means it's six episodes, season one, six episodes, season two, like the Loki series. But either way, I, I don't I don't really want this show to just be like an episode every six months. Not that it like they they release weekly, but this show was set five years prior to Rogue One. I don't want it to be like each episode is like a couple of months apart. I I, I don't I don't like that. Um, I, I hope they'd rather just I I'd rather them just do a couple of like two two or three seasons to fill out that time frame. Next, the Leslie Headland series titled The Acolyte. Leslie Headland, Emmy Award nominated creator of the mind bending series Russian Doll, brings a new Star Wars series to Disney Plus with The Acolyte. The Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take the audience into a, gal into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. So that is, that is um, The Acolyte. That's one I'm really excited for. I'm very excited to get to go back in time and cover this High Republic stuff. And this, this means that the High Republic is gonna start in the books and comics. We're then gonna see a live action TV show. We're absolutely gonna be seeing an animated series. Probably some movies too, a couple of video games. I I I I love that. I love to just see this fully form into something as rich and as vast as the Marvel Cinematic Universe with the high, with the High Republic books and comics. So that excites me a lot. The Acolyte. We do not yet have a release date for that, but in Legends at least, the Acolyte was just like a Sith Padawan. I almost wonder if this is about maybe a young. Is if the oh what if this is about, Plagueis. What if this is about Plagueis. That would be awesome. I I really I I think this this show shows shows about Plagueis. I I really do. Except I think, that she said. That this is like a female-centric series. Well, actually, Luke's from said that. So this is a female-centric series. So it's not um, Plagueis, but it could be Darth Talon. It could be Talon. 
just something that's very good for me to hear is that this is canon. Because we'd heard that this, because she was like, it's set in a different part of the town we've never seen before. So some people thought that meant, oh, that means it's just an alternate universe. It's not an alternate universe. It's the same universe, same timeline. Good. I, I don't think there's really ever any doubt this was set in a different universe, but I'm just glad it's definitely 100% in canon. So, we, we also know this is, a, this is a, a martial arts series, so that would be very interesting. Um, Lando. Everyone's favorite scoundrel, Lando Calrissian, will, will, will return in a brand new event series for Disney+. Plus. Justin Simeon, creator, creator of, the, of, the, of the critically acclaimed Dear White People, and a huge Star Wars fan, is developing the story. So my guess, 2024. That's my guess for the Lando series. Um, this, we, this is... I hope it's Donald Glover. I really hope it's, it's Donald Glover. We know it's only one season. Because it's, it's event series, just like Kenobi. Or Obi-Wan Kenobi, I should say. But this excites me a lot. This excites me a, a lot. That we're going to be getting a show about Lando. Because Lando is the best part of Solo. And I just rewatched the movie this week. It's an it's outstanding. I love Solo. This movie gets better every time you see it. But you know, Donald Glover's Lando was a standout part of Solo for me, and I'm really glad that he's getting his own Disney Plus series. We don't know if this is a live action or animated. I'm gonna assume it's live action, but. You no, know, just in case. We, we just know that there's a Lando series in development. We actually don't even know if this is Billy D. Williams or if it's Don Glover. I guess I just assumed it's Don Glover, but um, it, both of them are great. They're both outstanding actors. Um, but yeah. Alright, before we get, get into the anime stuff, let's talk about these two Mando spinoffs. John Favreau and Dave Filoni are currently developing two shows that will take place at the same time as The Mandalorian. In the same vein of the Marvel Netflix series where you'd have Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and The Punisher. And then all those shows lead up to the miniseries The Defenders. They all in interconnect with, with each other. And this is very exciting that the other two shows so far at least, that are going to be a part of this Mandoverse are Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka, starring Rosario Dawson. Well, actually, I guess this Ahsoka series is just a mini-series. Um, it's written by Dave Filoni, starring Rosario Dawson. Awesome. But... Um, the logo for the Ahsoka series is the world between worlds. That wouldn't make sense from Rebels, because we do know that she died, but then Ezra went in and saved her. That is very, very exciting. It's very exciting. So, there's that, which is just a mini-series, pro probably just somewhere between 6 and 10 episodes. And then we also got Rangers of the New Republic. Which it seems like will be an ongoing series. It'll intersect with Mando, which is awesome. I'm insanely excited for that. 
and the two series will culminate in a climactic story event. <gasps> what if that's heir to the Empire? Because we do not know too much about that time between Return of, of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. What if it's heir to the Empire? We know that Thrawn is coming back. Oh! I, I feel like that's... That has to be what happens. Is that Ahsoka, the Mandalorian, and the Rangers of the New Republic... They all lead up to an heir to, to the Empire miniseries. Maybe the Lando series could could lead up to it too. If it's said after Return of the Jedi, we could see possibly er, early teases for it. We could see Thrawn in Andor. I think that's very possible. I think that's very possible. Oh my god, this is awesome. This is this is outstanding. I'm so I'm so hyped for this. So so hyped. Well, those are all the live action shows that I've talked about. This is not gonna be as long as the podcast I thought it was gonna be. Maybe I will go and talk about the other stuff. I think I will. Um Let's talk about the these animated shows. Star Wars Bad Batch. We 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 already heard heard about this one. The series follows the elite and experimental clones of the, of the Bad Batch. First, in introducing the Clone Wars as they find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy in the immediate aftermath of the Clone War. Members of Bad Batch, a unique squad of clones who who vary genetically from their brothers in the Clone Army, each possess a singular exceptional skill, which makes them extraordinarily effective soldiers and a, form and a formidable crew. In the post-Clone War era, they will take on daring mercenary missions as they struggle to stay afloat and find new purpose. The series will arrive exclusively on Disney+. Plus. Let's watch this sizzle reel. The thing that I'm going to do after I get everyone through all these shows is I'm going to uh, just break down this Andor teaser and uh, the Bad Batch sizzle reel. So here is the Bad Batch sizzle. They call themselves the Bad Batch. an impressive display. <laughs> so we just saw Fennec Shand and Tarkin as well as Palpatine's speech 
So this is so the series starts like during the events of of Revenge of the Sith. I think we all knew that was going to happen. I I've speculated on that before, but now it's official. We are going to be seeing that we're going to see like that this is a series that's set at the same time as the Siege of Mandalore, at least at first. Is it first? So, yeah, this was just in insane. I was so excited about all of these new announcements, and we're not even done. We're, we're not even done yet, guys. We got two more things that I'm going to talk about. We got Star Wars Visions presenting all new creative takes on the galaxy far, far away. Star Wars Visions will be a series of animated short films celebrating Star Wars through the lens of the world's best anime creators. The anthology collection will bring 10 fantastic visions from several of the leading Japanese anime studios, offering a fresh and diverse cu cultural perspective to Star Wars. This is, I think, this is probably just because it's animated and it's, and it's shorts. It's probably one of the things I'm least looking forward to, but that's not saying too much because these are all look amazing. This is probably my most intriguing thing I want to say. Because obviously, you know, like Obi-Wan Kenobi and Lando and the Acolyte, those are all going to be awesome, Not not to mention... Ahsoka and Rangers of of New Republic, but this is just so different, so different. We're getting ten short films, and we don't know if these are canon. I don't care. I'm gonna go through them in just the weekly show. I'll probably just do do a segment at the end, like I do with the comics. I'll just do a, a segment at the end, talking about that week's vision short because. It doesn't seem, because I don't know if these are canon, but these look really cool. These, just from the description. Um, last thing that was announced for Star Wars. As Lucasfilm continues to develop new stories, the intersection of animation and, and visual effects offers new opportunities to explore. Lucasfilm Animation will be teaming up with Lucasfilm's visual effects team in uh, Industrial Light and Magic. To, to develop a special Star Wars adventure for Disney+, Plus, a droid story. This epic journey will introduce us to a new hero, guided by a legendary duo, R2-D2 and C-3PO. What? This is so weird. This is so weird, and I love it. I love this. This seems just so cool. This is so cool. This is... This exceeds every expectation. Like, how, how can this not be amazing? We have two other Lucasfilm projects announced today. Lucasfilm is currently in pre-production on the next installment of the Indiana Jones franchise. At the helm is James Mangold. It's James Mangold. Director of the Academy Award-winning Ford v, v. Ferrari, and Indian himself, Harrison Ford, will, will, will be back to continue his iconic character's journey. Indy will begin shooting the late spring of 2021, and, and will July and will arrive in July 2022. 
and they didn't mention in the presentation, this is the final in Indiana Jones movie. So that that's fine, I guess. They're just like bring. They're like you know we have the rights to it. Let's just let's just do one more, just one more film to end the series, make it a five film franchise pentology, and I like that. I I, I do like that. Willow coming to to Disney Plus will will be set decades after Ron Howard's nineteen eighty eight movie, continuing the spirit of adventure, heroics, and humor of the original film. Warwick Davis will return in the role of the groundbreaking sorcerer Willow Ufgood, with John Chu, director of the groundbreaking Crazy Rich Asians, directing the pilot. Willow begins shooting next March in in Wales and will debut on Disney Plus in 2022. Finally, the Lucasfilm catalog is expanding further with a story that will introduce a new hero and explore an original world that feels perfectly paired with Lucasfilm storytelling. Tommy, Tommy, at 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 New York Times bestselling novel, Children of Blood and Bone. The story will center around a young African girl's heart racing quest to restore magic to her forsaken people, the Magi. Lucasfilm will partner with 20th Century Studios on this coming-of-age adventure. That's everything that we got today for this. I almost wonder if this was just like, you know what? DC fandom just happened. Let's just let's just announce everything. What if we what if we just say everything that's in development? I I I, I think this is amazing. I, I really love this. I'm so excited for everything Star Wars to come in the future. Whether it's animation, live action series, or live action films. I actually think this whole Mandalorian thing is really cool how they're doing it. With just like spinoffs that will in, in, intersect with the main series. I, almost, I, I really hope they do this with everything. I believe this with so much with so much more stuff. Like, we could get, we could like get like a sort of like universe building of shows for every era. Like right when one ends, we can have another one start. Whether that's like between the, the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, that could be during the Old Republic era, which is not the High Republic era. We know that the Old Republic era was before that, but this is very cool. I'm so excited to see how these three series and beyond, because we do know that there were rumors of a Night Owl series about Bo-Katan, but this is really cool. I, I really love all of this. There was also, oh, well, we did not actually get the announcement for, for, for Boba Fett. Is that still happening? Is Will Fett still happening? We didn't hear about that. Huh. Okay. I guess it's not happening. Alright. That's fine. I mean, he, he was awesome in this week's, in, in last week's episode of Mando. But. Oh my god, this was. This was really cool how they announced everything tonight. 
Oh, I'm, I'm recording this like 8 p.m. on Thursday. So this is going to go live in like 7 hours, so. Yeah. Uh, well, Kenobi starts shooting in March. So I guess they're not shooting in Boston, England next month, as I had in the notes, as V had heard. Um, yeah, Diego Luna is shoot, shooting for Andor. We do have set photos, which, um, I will try and pull up. It seems like they're just, like, building the, um, it, it seems as though they're building the, uh, oh, what is it? The, uh, Yavin 4 base. It seems like that's what, what they're building. Um, so, yeah, this was just... These set photos look just so cool. So, so cool. Oh my god. I, I'm so ready for all of this stuff in the future. Okay. Let's go now and talk a bit about some more of this Bad Batch stuff. Let's talk some more about the Bad Batch. Um, see if I can pull up the sizzle again. We're just gonna, I'm just gonna, gonna freeze frame this as we go. So I think this most intriguing shot of the whole trail. We get this Lucasfilm logo. So so cool how how we got this. We've never seen the Lucasfilm logo before. <laughs> I can't even do it. Okay. So, start off this trailer by seeing a Republic shuttle flying towards Camino. Camino, you know, you guys know what Camino is. It was in Attack of the Clones, um, and Clone Wars season six and season three. But, um, so I really like that this is a series. It seems like it's just set during it. it it's it's got the exact same in animations as the Clone Wars. It's not more animated like Rebels or two D like Resistance. That's not a dig at either show. I do like both shows, but I I do like. I think that's gonna help with the world building of this show because it is. The exact same form of animation. I think that's going to help very, very well with all of this. We see that we see the team. We got Hunter, uh, Crosshair, uh, Tech, and Wrecker. And in the back, we have Echo. Because if you guys remember Echo uh, in Clone Wars episode seven hundred four, he. Uh, he joined the team at the end of that arc, and it seems like he's got, like, a Lobot thing on. You guys know how in Empire Strikes Back, Lobot has the, uh, uh what is it? Like, the, um, cyborg thing on his head? So, yeah, Echo has one of those. See them flying towards a planet in the same shuttle. Get to Coruscant, more Coruscant. Uh, here's a new planet. Bad Batch is scouting around. Oh, it seems like they're on Kamino... 
to give a lesson. As for because they're in in that training room from, from Clone Wars three hundred one, which is one of my favorite episodes of the show. It's called it's called uh, Clone Clone Cadets, and I love that episode so much. And they're in the same room, so it seems like they're doing. Oh. Oh no. I know where this is going. They're going to Camino to, to give a demonstration to some new recruits with Shock T. While they're there, Order 66 is called. And they have to kill Shock T. This is like the sixth time that Shock T has died. We've seen her die like so many times before. They've all been in like deleted scenes in books and legends and stuff. But I guess this is canon. This is going to be canon about how Shock T dies. So this is very interesting. This is very interesting. And I, I that that's what has to happen, right? That's what has to happen is that they're, they're going to, um, they're going here to Camino and Order 66 is declared. Like, how can that not be what happens? Yep, they're here on Kamino. We see the Kamino clone troopers. Uh, we got some of these. Uh, we got remember that Clone Wars arc from season four. The episodes where it's called like the Slaves of the Repu of the Republic arc. Uh, I think it's a trilogy of episodes, and uh, it's about these slavers. And uh, well, here they are. Here are the uh, Zajirian slavers. Is this the same guy? Is this the same guy? I'm gonna go and check Wikipedia now. Okay, so it's not the same character. It's not the same character, but um, I I do like that this is a uh, Zajirian. Oh, hang on. I just uh, what's this right here? I don't know what planet this is. This could be Ilum. The beginnings of Starkiller Base. That would make sense, cause um, Ilum did become Starkiller Base, and there were trees on Starkiller Base, and this it, this seems like like a snow planet with trees. There's a big explosion. There could be well, oh, oh wait, nope. Can't be destroying the the Jedi Temple there because we see that temple in the Fallen Order game. Just got a freeze frame. It just super fast like that, so I get this. Uh, this, we just keep seeing the shuttle, like, fly around the galaxy. I'm, I'm, is this, I think this is the Bad Batch shuttle. I, I, I just rewatched re the, the, this arc, like, last week, so. And this does seem like it is, uh, this doesn't look like Tat Tatooine right here. I hope this is a new planet. I, I hope this is a new planet. I think this series is just gonna be, like, each episode, there's just, like, a new adventure, and then at the end of the series, at the end of the first season, there's just going to be like something that happens, and then the team has to split apart. Like some of them leave the Empire, some of them stay with the Empire. We got five pe people on the team, so um, I I I'm excited for what that could be for season two. I'm already talking about season two, and we, and we don't even have a, a release date yet. Let's keep going. This seems like it's 
I want to say Coruscant. Well, I'm going to say it's Coruscant, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know. We see Hunter on a speeder bike. He's chasing someone, it seems. There's Wrecker just punching the ground like Hulk. There they are. There's the shuttle again flying to another planet. I don't know what it is. The team is drawing their blasters against clones. Are they firing on each other? I, I'm pretty sure it's just supposed to look like that. I don't think they're actually going to fire on each other in the show. At least not yet. If, if they do, it's going to be in the finale where this does happen, where they, um, where they, where the team splits up. So we do see this. We we do see. We know that the series is gonna start during Order sixty, or I should say, Revenge of the Sith. Just like whenever we see new Order sixty six stuff, it just adds to the universe so much. Now I gotta be ready for all these more like full Order sixty six that includes Revenge of the Sith. Fallen Order, The Clone Wars, and The Bad Batch. It's just going to be all of this. So, yeah. I, I'm fine with it, though. I'm fine with it. I love, I love the interconnectivity of the universe. It's a bunch of quick shots of people getting re re ready for battle. Back to Kamino. There is Fennec Shand. Fennec Shand is in the show, guys. That's awesome. I, I, I'm so excited for that. I was like, oh my, I, like just during the presentation, I, I was like, no, no, they're not. And that's what I mean, guys. They're, I think when this show comes out, this will be the first season of Star Wars television since season two of Mando, at least in universe. I think we're getting the Dis, uh, that Disney get gallery series coming back, but that's not canon. Because it's just a documentary series. It is good. It is good, though. It, it is very good. Very interesting. Oh, speaking of that show, uh, it's supposed to come back on Christmas. We have not gotten that official announcement yet. And um, Lucasfilm is building three more volumes, which is really good. Because I was I was worried, like, they're, they're, they got, like, they're, they're sharing it with Marvel. They got, they've all got so many things in development. How are they doing all this? And now we know. There, there, there will be four volumes total. I have a feeling it'll be like Star Star Wars television, Star Wars films, Mar Marvel Studios films, and Marvel Studios series. It's not Mar Marvel television. That branch was shut down. Very, very sad. Um, and I'm sure like if we're, like, we're not filming a Star Wars show... Or Star Wars movie, then that other one will, will, will be open. Because uh, this new Rogue Squadron film is not supposed to start for a couple of years, I, I think. So that movie's out in like three years. So it's not going to start production for another, like a year and a half. So uh, they got a lot to do before then. Um, but I I really hope that it's it's Ming-Na Wen here. Uh, just voicing the character. I, I, I'd love that. I think that would be awesome if, if we got to see Ming... Uh, re reprise her role again in this series. And now I'm just so sad we're not getting a Boba Fett show. I'm so sad about that. It, maybe we still are. Maybe we still are. They just didn't announce it. But I... 
maybe 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 they're 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 saving something for like January. I don't know. I, I don't know. But um, yeah. Uh, they they did their job today. They made investors happy with what's coming soon. So, yeah. So we see more of this training montage, I think, from Camino with these, uh, well, it looks like these are, um, oh, what, what were they called? They were just in Mandalorian. Oh my god, uh, they're not Death, or, no, the Death Troopers are from Rogue One. Hang on, I'm a terrible fan, I don't remember this. As soon as I... Stop the recording. Remember, oh no, they're called Dark Dark Troopers. It seems like these are like an early version of Dark Troopers because we did see the Dark Troopers in Rebels. They were Thrawn's sort of like training droids. That would make sense if they were training droids on Kamino. So that would be that. That would make a lot of sense actually if if that's where they started. Yeah, I really like this idea. I I, I really think that these are dark. Dark Troopers here, just an early, early version of Dark Troopers that were used for cl clone training. Get to see a crashed ship. Oh, is this is this Bracca from Fallen Order? I I think this could be Bracca. Oh, we we could see Cal. We could see Cal Cassis in this show. I I'd really lo lo love to see Cal in the Bad Batch animated series. I think that would be awesome. I I think that would be just so so cool to see if we do get to see that. Oh, we're only like all oh, just halfway through this uh, sizzle. This does appear to be Bracca as it is, or at least a junkyard plant because we're seeing a ton of crashed or destroyed. Republic cruisers, and just like a junkyard planet. Uh, clone trooper, flame trooper, which is fun. More stuff on Zagiria here. Laser fire. It seems as if Tech could be one of the guys that um breaks away. I think it's amateurs like we don't really care about this too much. Of course they care about it. It's just like it's not. It's no Mandalorian, you know. It's no Mandalorian. They, they don't really care that much if people speculate on it. They want to give us something. They want to give us something. So it does seem seem like Tech is going to be one of the people, or or one of the bad batchers who breaks away from the Empire. We see. Fennec Shand again with an explosion. Uh, a, vi a vibro blade. Oh no, we, we saw this. We saw this in uh, the season seven premiere for Clone Wars. That was one. This is one of the ways how um, how Clone Wars se season seven tied back to season one of the Mando with the with that vibro blade that both Hunter and uh, Din Djarin have. And it destroys one of these, what I think are dark troopers. I think these guys are dark troopers. It's still a lot of action, really. There's a Sarlacc. That was quite an impressive display. 
I've got to say, I really love the logo of the series. I think that this logo's awesome. Where it's just like, it's Star Wars The Clone Wars. But then... It burns away to say Star Wars The Bad Batch. I just really, really like that. I I think... Oh, it's so it's so cool, and I'm so excited to see this. We got to see Tarkin at the end, voiced by, voiced by the same actor that played him in a couple of Clone Wars episodes. He played him in Clone Wars season three and Clone Wars season five. So, yeah, that's about it for the Bad Batch trailer. Um, you got anything else to say on the Bad Batch? You can let me know, and then we're so we're gonna talk about this cat casting and or sizzle reel as well. But if you, if you want to reach out to us, and, uh, you can send an email, mandalorianpodcast at gmail.com. You can DM us on Instagram at Kid Commentaries Network, or you can uh, DM us on Twitter at Tuscan Radio Pod. And please follow, so because we will be uh, giving you guys like exclusive news there. Like if I'm gonna have to take a day off for the podcast or something, you guys will know there first. Um, let's talk about the sizzle reel for the Cassian Andor series, t- t- titled Andor. Let's wa- wa- watch, this, watch this through again, and then I will break it down. So there's really not too much to break down here for Andor, but I did really like how just how much like Rogue One it feels. I love Rogue One. So of course I'm excited to get to see this 
show come to life. I'm so happy that Diego Luna and everyone at Luke's Home is getting to tell this story. So, there's really not that much to break down there. I'll, I'll, I'll write down more like when we could get a trailer, but that was just like a little sizzle reel. So, yeah, there's not too much for me to say there. Um, there's so much Marvel stuff too. Got that WandaVision trailer, the Falcon Winter Soldier trailer, trailer for Loki. Very exciting. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't got, I don't have too much else to really say. Um, other than we'll, I'll be back tonight. Be back tonight. Oh, um, Lucasfilm said that over the next few years there will be ten new Star Wars. Or, original series and 10 new Marvel Studios original series on Disney Plus over the next few years. So let's just see. I'm not going to count the Mandalorian. This he said new series, new series. So we got Obi-Wan Kenobi is number one. Ahsoka 2, Rangers of the New Republic 3, Lando 4, Andor 5, The Acolyte 6, Star Wars The Bad Batch 7, Star Wars Visions 8. 8. So we got two more shows. What could these other two shows be? Well, I think that these other two shows are Boba Fett and a High Republic animated series. Neither of which, the both of which were, were rumored, the Boba Fett series was supposed to already be filming, but were not announced tonight. So it was very interesting to me that they did not announce those two shows. Um, but maybe it was just like, okay, you guys, get, you guys can announce eight new shows for Disney Plus, and Boba Fett was Harry around there for a while. So I, get, I, I personally just would have would have swapped out this Lando series and announced like Lando in like May, or maybe hey, maybe they'll allow, maybe they will announce. The Boba Fett series in May, and we'll get that in, uh, and we'll get that in like twenty to twenty three. So here's what I think for release dates for these new live action series. We know that the Bad Batch and Visions are both coming in twenty twenty one, and I think a Droid story is also in twenty twenty one. So, I have a feeling that a droid story is going to be, like, in December. Because we got, for, like, each year there's been a new movie. And then in 2020, there was no movie. So, they put out, like, this Lego Star Wars special. And I think next year's what we're going to be getting is a droid story. So, predicting these um, new live-action shows, we know that the third season of The Mandalorian is coming in uh, December of 2021. Andor is coming in 2022, probably early 2022. My guess is Kenobi's. My guess is that Obi Wan Kenobi starts like right after that. I'm only going to talk about the stuff that's been officially announced. I'm not talking about the, the about the Boba Fett series. So I think we're getting that immediate. So we're getting the Mandalorian, then Andor, and then Obi Wan Kenobi. Then we're probably gonna get Rangers of the New Republic. 
is my guess. We're going to get the first season of that. And then followed immediately after by... Well, maybe not immediately after, but I, I, I think that may, may, maybe it'll be like a month or two where there's no shows. And then, but then we're, so we're going to get Mando in December. For, uh, I, I'd say Feb, February 2022 is and or that's 12, 12, 12 episodes. So probably May of 2022 is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Then that's supposed to be six episodes, so we we then be in July. I'm gonna say August. Twenty twenty two. Is Rangers of the High Republic or not the High Republic? Rangers of the New Republic. In August of twenty twenty two. After that, is going to be. The Mandalorian season. Four. Well, I, I, okay, if I'm, I'm gonna break my own rules here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that's coming. So we're gonna get that. Man, the Mandalorian season four in fall of 2022. Then 2023. I think we're gonna get Ahsoka. That's gonna be the first show of 2023. Is Ahsoka. Because I broke my my rule there, I'll break it here. After Ahsoka, my guess is is Boba Fett. That's my guess. We're gonna get the Boba Fett series. Then, um, so I guess Bo Boba Fett probably in May. I'm gonna say August of 2023 is probably gonna be the Acolyte that series. From Leslie Headland, which just sounds awesome. I'm so hyped for that show. And then probably November, December 2023, to coincide with the release of Rogue Squadron, is gonna be uh, Lando, because those are because those are two projects that could play off of each other very very well. So yeah, that's just what I think we're getting. So I'm just gonna go there and speculate on two seasons of TV. But even then. There's just so much content coming. There's so much coming. Probably nothing in. Probably, once again, no real live action stuff. So I'm just going to run through the rest of this news here really quickly. I'll save Star Wars number 9 for next Friday. For next Friday's podcast. I'll break that down along with the next issue of Darth Vader. Um... Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2, The Sith Lords, is coming to mobile, like iOS and Android, on December 18th. Mandalorian is in Fortnite, and uh, the following Star Wars Black Series Archive Collection fi figures have gone up for pre-order. Uh, Commander Cody, Grand Admiral Thrawn, Hoth Luke Skywalker, and Hoth Han Solo. I pre-ordered a Cody and a Thrawn because they really look so cool. So, yeah, um, that's really it. I'll talk about Mando Monday for this week on, uh, on this on this weekend's episode of Mandalorian, which I'm excited for. I'm really excited. We got the penultimate episode of this of the season, um, just a couple hours. So that is insanely exciting and insanely exciting. I hope Alex can be on the show again. 
tomorrow to help to help me and break that down. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Drew Gretsch, and may the force be with you.